What's going to happen here? Sedano and Cap, a little after 6 o'clock on this day in 1958, Jerry Lee Lewis reached number one on the UK pop charts with Great Balls of Fire. Keep the song going. Please don't fade it out so early. Oh, he is just... He wants to punch all of us in the face. Well, no, Sedano spends a year telling me, you know, this is what we should do. We do it. Right, but I thought there'd be more show on the show. There is more show. But we also miss two weeks of live reads. We don't like to lose money, so we got to make them good. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, know, you, guys, the you, guys, you guys like when your paychecks arrive on time. Well, George says his contract says that he gets paid regardless. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to throw an empty Topo Why? Chico bottle. Why? Here. It's Jimmy. <laughs> I swear to God. That's well, really what he says. WWJD? And you know the problem for George and I's relationship this week? <laughs> Tell me. Because he's got COVID. Yeah. He doesn't want to use his voice too much, uh-huh. so he hasn't been calling. Right. So we're not flushing all this out. Oh. We're flushing it out in real time. That's Sounds what we like do. You guys need like therapy, couples therapy. You know? No, on the contrary, therapy. we don't need therapy because we flush it out. But we haven't flushed it out. Plus, he knows yeah, not. We're doing it on not the to air. call it's, me it's, today because I'm with you all day, and he don't. He wants to be able to have private conversations. Oh, really? It's oh no, it's open. No, I don't care. I called you the other day when Cappy was there the other day too. Um, oh, it's open you, kimono. You made that funny joke of, uh, "Hey, be careful, Cappy's in the car with me." <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I have a quick question here. Yes. Um, the Gabagool sandwich, which has been oh, sitting on me. For the love of God, if I hear more about this sandwich, <laughs> I'm going to throw up. It's been sitting on me now for hours, right? And Chris has somehow been able to take the Gabagool, which, by the way, I just want you to know, George, he ate twice as much Gabagool as I did. Because and I, pizza. I ate one sandwich. Yeah, he had the full sandwich. I had half the sandwich because I had already come from a lunch where I tried to be good. I had like this grilled chicken and avocado sandwich, right? So now I come back up, and now he Wait wants- Wait until I tell you tomorrow, George, who we had lunch with. Oh, I'm happy to tell you who I had lunch with. It's fine. And then I had a gabagool. I had half the gabagool. Now, Lindsay had half the gabagool, and she said she wants to save the other half of the gabagool for her dinner tonight. Is that right, Lindsay Baseball? Well, I said I, I saved it, but DeAndre can totally have it. Now, DeAndre has buddy. not tried the gabagool. Now, Mario Ruiz came in here and said, that's the worst sandwich I've ever had in my life. Yeah, but life. now you're going to have DeAndre eat an old sandwich? What's well, been in the refrigerator. Mm. I mean, DeAndre. Are I mean, he's you wearing Kansas. Oh, by, the, by the way, by the way, Sedano sounded right there. He didn't sound too convincing about me eating the sandwich right now. He's also wearing a Jayhawks like pullover today, George from, from Kansas. Yeah, and he's not a Jayhawks fan. I said, "Why are you wearing that?" But it looked cool. I'm sure. Yeah, and I said, "I'm a Duke guy. Can you take that off?" Duke college basketball, of course. Can you take that off, please? It really annoys me. But wait, one one thing about DeAndre is that he will often wear like random teams. Hats, shirts, jackets, whatever. That's right. It looks fly. It looks fly. It's all Thank about you. the fit. He's Thank just trying you. to match well, his tell, shoes. It tell goes all with the kicks, man. Tell him where you got it. I got it thrifting. Yeah. Thrifting, yeah. Keep wearing it today. You'll be thrifting quite a bit. <laughs> I mean, you hear that? If you don't wear the Duke stuff that Chris likes. Just don't wear Kansas Chris, Jayhawks. I didn't know you were a Duke basketball fan. Well, mainly Coach K and JJ Reddick days. So I was I, just going to say. Because uh, I could, when I was at Duke, I would have gotten you something. But see, it goes with the fit, man. That's all I'm trying to say. Like everything I wear, it, it's got to go with the shoes. You've and given me clean. loyalty, George. That's all I did. We should. I would. You know, that is one of my bucket list places. Like that, I've never been to a basketball game. Like Rock Sox, Jayhawk. No, Cameron Indoor. Oh, you've not been to Cameron Indoor? No, I'm a little surprised. Yeah, I have not. So you bought? I don't that do thing a lot of college thing? basketball. I did. Yes. How much was it? It's about like thirty bucks. Thirty dollars. Yeah, it was like one. It was, we got a little spot back at home called Return of the Goods, and they they bring a lot of. Uh, Not to be confused with Return of the Mac. 
<laughs> no, I thought you go to that Buffalo Wild Wings, and that's oh, where buf- you... the Buffalo Exchange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't... laughs> that's where you sell your clothes. Uh, that's where you sell your clothes. Yeah. Oh, Buffalo Wild Wings is where you sell them. No, Buffalo Exchange is where you Buffalo sell them. Exchange. You yeah. sell them. You exactly. don't buy them there. You can buy clothes there and shoes. They have some stuff there. I haven't been yet, but you know, from from peers, I heard. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, mm. So, Cappy, let yeah. me ask you this. I I meant to ask you. You know, I wanted to finish the conversation about Jared Goff. I know you. You always like you. You're very like um, strong on certain situations, right? And certain you're, you have very strong positions on certain players. And I feel like with Goff, you like you you almost defend him like he was like you defend him. Actually, I feel like more than Justin Kaplan. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like what what is it with Jared Goff Here, that has you so uh, worked up? Here's the thing about Jared Goff. I, I feel like Jared Goff was never given the freedom to be the player that he has ultimately turned into, mostly because when you're a coach like Sean McVay, and and remember, Sean McVay was a young coach when he took over the Rams. He's still a young guy, but now he's an experienced veteran, Super Bowl champion, upper echelon NFL coach, right? But when you're up and coming, Sometimes you um, you are wound a little too tight. Okay. You are too caught up in con- trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, this is just my own opinion, that Sean McVay never truly trusted Jared Goff. And by the way, it's partially because McVay was a young coach who was trying to control things, and Goff was a young quarterback who did not have the experience that Stafford had when Stafford came to play for McVay. Do you right. think that Stafford is more trusted than Goff was when he played for McVay? Of course, because he had played for over a decade. Right. So, so that, so what I'm getting. I mean, at Jared is- Goff was legitimately on this radio station, um, being discussed by two guys that played in the National Football League on this radio station. Okay, as a bust after one year, like well, he's going to be a complete disaster. Well, I don't know and who that, those two and then guys Sean were. Sean McVay came in and fixed him. Yeah, well, I don't know who those two guys were that were having that conversation, but um, in year one, I don't ever want to give up on a first-round quarterback, especially a guy who was a number one overall pick. Okay, um, and after year two, I'd still like to well, see but, a little bit but, more about what this Cappy, guy can do. When you watched him play yeah. in year one, yep. okay, and Lord knows I, um, you know, I, I almost slept through some of those games because they were coma-inducing with Jeff Fisher that first year. That's a key. But, that's a key point. Yes. But what I would say is he looked like he was completely in over his head and lost. Like, Jared Goff didn't even – I mean, I, I, he looked like he didn't even belong in the National Football League. Well, okay? you know what? There were times in John Elway's rookie season where he also looked lost. We lined up under the guard. Right. I remember so that. what I'm yeah. getting at is, is listen, there, there, I just right, don't but like, I don't think anyone was comparing Jared Goff to John Elway. Maybe not. But all these years later, let me ask you a question: Is Jared Goff an upper echelon NFL quarterback now? Uh, what is upper echelon? Is he what top is the 10? definition of upper? No, I don't know. He's not a top 10 quarterback. I either. don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Maybe okay. is what I would say. All I'm getting at is this, is that to me, Jared Goff was blamed for the Rams' failures when in actuality, the Rams had changed a lot. You know, Jared Goff was a pretty good quarterback when he had Todd Gurley. You know, mm-hmm. Jared Goff was a pretty good quarterback when he was leading the Rams to their, their first Super Bowl year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, 
when I say Sean McVay was a young coach, go back and watch that first Super Bowl against the, the Patriots, and there's NFL films that will show you uh, McVay walking up to Belichick before the game in awe, in awe of who he, oh, he was coaching against. Sure, but he was course. a young guy. I'm giving Sean right. McVay a, a break on that. So let me, let, let's, let's do it this way, okay? Um, Jared Goff is, I just looked at passer rating, okay, mm-hmm. like as a, as a statistic. He's number nine, okay? Okay. But there are guys below him that I would take over him. Um, would you take Stafford? It, it's, Stafford and Goff are pretty darn close. No, not to me, dude. Like, when, you, when I watch, when I watch Matthew Stafford, okay, especially when you watch some of the stuff he's done this year, where they literally just, they have two, three actually really young offensive linemen on this offensive line and the stuff he's doing they're giving him just enough time for him to throw the ball at completely different arm angles completely different trajectories he's anticipating stuff stuff that that golf who's gotten better at some of that stuff is not even in the same stratosphere as when he does that stuff listen again i'll just go to the numbers okay the numbers will tell you that in the exact same period of time that Stafford's been with the Rams and Goff has been with the Lions. No, I get it. They have the same totals, but also Matthew Stafford missed a ton of games, more games than Goff did. Well, no, actually, you know, Stafford has more wins because, I mean, they both have 24 wins, but Goff has 23 losses and a tie, and, and Stafford is 24-17 and 17 in his career. Right, because he's, he's played less right. games, right, because uh, of injury. In, in terms of passing yardage, Goff has a little bit more passing yardage, about 1,300 more passing yardage. Touchdowns right, with, less, are, with more games. Right, touchdowns. Touchdowns are virtually the same. Interceptions. Interceptions. Stafford has about ten more, and right. quarterback rating. They're like virtually the exact same, with Goff having just a tiny little advantage. All I'm saying is, is that Jared Goff had the Rams decided we are going to stick with Jared Goff. I'm telling you, they still may have won the Super Bowl with Jared yeah, Goff. I don't, Maybe. I don't think so. I don't think you so. don't think so? That's and I do think so. So it's not. We can't really. We can't really. Um, we so, don't know what would let, Let's do this. There, there are more quarterbacks who have a quarterback rating worse than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you take Josh Allen over him? Um, Ooh, really? You have to think about that? I do, because Josh Allen is a turnover machine. Right, but Josh Allen also accounts for a ton of touchdowns on the ground that Jared Goff does not. That's a fair point, but Jared Goff has gone to a team that has been one of the laughing stocks of the NFL for the last 30 years and has them now in a home playoff game. I mean, what were the Bills before he got there? The Bills hadn't made the playoffs in 13 years either. Well, the Bills were also dealing with a a division that had the New England Patriots and Tom Brady in it. Right, but they didn't even make the playoffs. Forget about like Tom Brady and winning the division. They didn't even make the playoffs for nearly 15 years. Would you rather have played for the Bills or would you rather have played for the Lions just in terms of traditional I mean, and history, I mean, just I mean, look at listen, the, the Bills. The Bills' history only like years of winning for the most part, outside of a few outliers here and there, were the Jim Kelly era. Outside of that, there's not a lot of winning there. All either. right, so so why don't you give me some other names here, and I'll, I'll give, tell you what I. All think. right, Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Jared Goff? I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. But wait, let me ask you this: Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Matthew Stafford? Uh, I'd probably rather have Patrick Mahomes for sure. Um, Actually, no, I wouldn't. Probably, I would rather have Patrick. Okay, Mahomes. all right, so keep going. Um, I'd rather have Justin Herbert than Jared Goff. I don't know why. What do you mean? I don't know why. I mean, like, is, what has Justin Herbert done? Just Justin Herbert's at least put up humongous numbers the first three years before this year when he got hurt and yeah. it was a disaster. Uh-huh. And and how how does how's he done in the playoffs? What has Jared Goff done in the playoffs without McVeigh? 
Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, he, he had... Sean McVay was literally... There was a story in the Washington Post about how Sean McVay had to be in his ear until the transmission cut out to literally tell him as much as possible about his pre-snap reads. Now, is I that, don't believe that was ever the case with Justin Herbert. Now, is that is that because Jared Goff couldn't read? Or is that because Sean McVay wanted to be in control? I mean, my guess is he probably couldn't read, Is probably at, the, at least initially. Okay, my guess is it's a little combination of both. Okay. But Justin Herbert, outside of Patrick Mahomes and Dan Marino, his first three seasons, nobody's put up bigger numbers. Nobody. That, that's in the history fair. Of the sport. That, that's fair. The numbers would tell you that Justin Herbert's a really good player. Would you rather have Joe Burrow? Yeah, I'd rather have Joe Burrow. But okay, he's but, also. But I will just him. say this. But Joe Burrow. One thing about Burrow, in the last two years, he's he's missed a lot of time due to injury. Well, his offensive line can't protect, and he gets crushed. Okay. Well, Jared Goff has stayed healthy. Okay. Well, he has a better offensive line. Well, there's he's something got to that. Give uh, Joe Burrow Penesul. Okay, he only needs one guy? Well, I'm, that's a pretty good start. Okay, keep going. You got other guys? I mean, those are the guys that are below him that are, I think are clearly better than him. Yeah. I, listen, I think Jared Goff just never got anywhere near enough credit. I think he took too much blame. And listen, I'm rooting for the Rams to win this game this weekend. No, it doesn't sound like it. Well, no, I'm I'm rooting for the Rams because no, it's, this is kind of like that Cleveland thing. Don't lie. Just tell us the truth. You want Jared Goff to win. It's fine if you do. No, no. You, you don't have to tell me that. I'm, I'm rooting for the Rams because that's what's best for our radio station. Oh, here we go. There we go. Now yeah, is what but, I wanted to hear. But go I will ahead. tell you this. Yeah. That as I told you last year, I became a Detroit Lions fan because I watched them on Hard Knocks. I got to know them. I like their coach. I'm rooting for Jared Goff. And by the way, if the Lions win the game, okay, no problem. I'm not like this lifelong, diehard, passionate. No, now you are. You have, you have, you have. Uh, it's like Game of Thrones. You've, you've bent, you've, uh, you know, bent the knee to and, the and, Lions. And, last and are year. you, and are you like this hard? I mean, other than sucking up to McVay, are you like this hardcore Rams fan now? I have become a pretty big Rams fan since McVay's been here, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So look, to me... And you could call it sucking up, but well, I would say I actually cultivated a relationship with him. That's what you call it. I just call it sucking up. But that's okay. all—that's neither here nor there. Listen, I'd like to see the Rams win because that's what's best for us. But if the Lions win, that's kind of what I would have expected. See, the thing is, everybody downs on the Lions now because we all think they're terrible because we think of them as being the traditional Lions. Oh, no. Lions. I, I mean, I literally started the week by telling you I don't know if they're going to win, but it is more winnable than any of the possible outcomes that they could have had. That's I, And I think that's a perception. I think we all look at the Lions and expect You think the Lions are better than the—, the you think that— the, the, I'm just about styles making fights. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys' style against the Rams led to an absolute destruction. The, Early, the one, way earlier the in the One season. of the few destructions we've seen, uh, honestly, maybe the only one we've seen of the Rams where they didn't look uh, like they were even competitive in the game. But uh, whereas every other game... That, what's that? Way earlier in the season. Okay, fair enough. But still, it, they, it was probably the only game all season, early or not, where they didn't look competitive. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Well, look, it's going to be a great game. It's an amazing story. And if I'm Jared Goff, I'm going to focus on my team, not on my situation. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> hey, Georgie, just just to point out, smarty pants, we just did 19 minutes nonstop. Actually, less because we started at like 02 or 03. Okay. But no, 17 you, minutes then. 17 minutes. No, I mean, come on. You're calling the guy smarty pants. Well, it's free flowing. But yeah. that means we got to make it up on the back that's end. That was show. my point. That's more show. So right more there. show. That's a lot of show. We okay. Got, well, that's all I'm saying. Like, just give me more show on the show, not less show on the show. It's not less show. It all equates to the same amount. And yeah, this is how. This is a lot of your fingerprints are on this new design. Just so you know. 
Right. Don't just try but, to throw it on me because you don't like it now. No, I you don't like it. how it feels. You got to take it out for a ride and see how it feels. Sometimes I love you got to take things out for a ride. I just think yeah. I just you think know? that sometimes two three times for a test drive. Yeah. My understanding was you know there'd be still some show on the show. Now don't put that out in the water because nobody's complaining that there seems to be less show. Now people are going to start saying there's less show. There's not less show. Do the math. Count the records if we played them. <laughs> Tell us about Jacob and Ron. By the way, uh, Dead Meow wants to know if you're going to have those NASCAR tickets at the Coliseum like we did for the LA Bowl. Yeah, Travis and Slew, I think, are giving them away in a couple of weeks. Really? We're not giving Just, them away? I don't what know. about us? Can I have some? We have something else that week, guys. <laughs> okay, gosh, sorry. I didn't know. Did you know? Yes, That's I have a, you, a calendar. Crappy, not him. Calendars everywhere. So Did you know we were giving it. other stuff away? Cappy? talking to you. I didn't know we were giving other stuff away. I want to give... I like this NASCAR thing. In fact, you know what? I'll tell you something right now. Just as much as I want to skate on the ice at a Kings game, I oh. want to drive a stock car inside the Coliseum. You know what you can do? Doing it while drinking a Coors Light. I would love to, but I don't know if that's the right idea. I don't know. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Are we doing Coors Light here? We can. It's fine. We can, really? I thought yeah. we just did Coors Light. Well, I don't know what's going on exactly. Yeah, come on, I think, here's the problem, guys. The GKV mantra is we're not going to lose revenue. So when you take three weeks off, really four weeks in December between the two of you, we're going to have to make them <laughs> oh, up. Oh, now it's our fault. It's Look, not your you're fault. Like the t- you're the terrible parent who's blaming the kids. Look at that. Well, that's why I'm not a parent, frankly. But, I mean, jeez. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Jacob because I need a... 624 in the Southland. Save me. <laughs> the gobble goal is getting you. <laughs> it's coming both ends, baby. Sonata <laughs> and Cap on a fiery Wednesday afternoon. Don't forget, we're going to be at Yamava on Monday for the Wild Card Monday Night Football Party. That's right. Thanks to our friends at Bud White. So be sure to be there. Sedano will be there. That might be the first day we see Sedano in person. And we, you know what? Based on your behavior, George, today, you're going to get dump trucked. Oh, big time. Right in between the both of us. You're going to get the double dump truck. <laughs> on this day in 1980. Yeah, but your dump truck is not like as... like Meaty? Yeah. Yeah, it's more bony. Mine's got yeah. more torque. Hey, careful. <laughs> on this day God I miss him On this day in 1986 The number one hit Lionel Richie Say you say me Oh yeah This is Isn't relaxing Isn't on one of those uh, Singing shows Lionel Richie Yeah I, the, I think he's on um, Oh American, American Idol, Idol? Amer- Yeah because they were running Those promos That were like A Wizard of Oz type thing Yeah Over the weekend Did he take I over For Simon I don't watch any of those shows anymore Nah so. nah nah 
No, you take over for Randy. I do. The only time I've watched, the most recent time I've watched was America's Got Talent because one of my buddies was a comedian and he was on it. and He went really far mm -hmm. uh, on America's Got Talent, but that was that was it. I can't remember the last time I've watched any network show. I just got into a new series, thanks to Amazon Prime having the NFL on it. I just got into a new series called Reacher. Has anybody seen Reacher yet? Oh, I thought you were about to say something else. Not. <laughs> don't say it. Don't, no, don't say do it. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I have don't said it many it. times because I just that's a natural thing to say. But yeah, Reacher. I'll talk about it later. Why don't you like, tell us about cores? I would love to. Hey, so listen. Um, when you said, have you seen Reacher yet? Oh, I thought you were about to say something else. Not. <laughs> don't say it. Don't, no, don't say do it. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I have don't said it many it. times because I just that's a natural thing to say. But yeah, Reacher. I'll talk about it later. Why don't you like, tell us about cores? I would love to. Hey, so listen, um, when you celebrate, right? Are you going to reach her for some cores? I'm going to, as you a matter of fact. There, That's man. right, real close. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go around right over here. Yeah. I'm going to reach for uh, cores light. Um, listen, when you are celebrating, right, and you're celebrating whether it's a big win like last night, there was a huge win over at Staples Center, um, or, or maybe you're getting ready for the playoffs this weekend and you're going to put together a nice big party because, hey, what a game we've got. What a storyline we've got. Um, if you are going to be celebrating especially around sports there is no better way to do it than icy cold Coors Light when those mountains on the can are blue when those mountains on the bottle are blue you know it's icy cold Coors Light time keep in Southern California chill all season long icy cold Coors Light so Cappy you mentioned the game yesterday and there's a couple of things that I wanted to discuss when it came to the Lakers that we haven't really had a chance to discuss because I don't know we've been talking about the gabagool for most of the show <laughs> um, but <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. What it are you was good, do? but I mean, now it hurts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hurts so good. So, a um, couple things. AD, are you going to apologize to AD? How, for or what? Am I going to have to sell, send you to Terminal H? Why? What do I have to apologize for? You have you you've always constantly berated him, and what? here he is. He's playing the best he's arguably ever played in a Laker uniform right now. Uh, no apology needed. Anthony Davis is right now doing what we all hoped that he could do, which He's is... the best American-born player in the National Basketball Association at the moment. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you better be careful. LeBron will not be happy when he hears you say that. Well, I'm being honest. Okay. Listen, right now. Anthony Davis has been amazing. And the most incredible part of it all is that he's been able to stay healthy. And for so many years, every time he was on the floor and every time he flopped down on the ground, everybody held their breath like, oh, there it is. Anthony Davis is on fire. He was an absolute monster last night. And he's playing the best basketball of his career. I got to give now, it to him. Did you watch him in between the salmon and the cheese? Or like, how did that work? No, so what happened is I started with the salmon. Then I went over to the charcuterie board. And then, then you watched AD. And then, I, I got to be honest with you, George, I was still hungry. you know. And so then I left the Lexus Club uh, after $150 worth of plates. Not food, plates. And then I went into the 710 suite, best place to be, the most incredible suite in all of Staples. So if you ever get that invitation, take it. And then I started working on some tacos last night inside the suite. And I was watching the game. And by the way, you know, let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just had to, I have to interrupt hey, you. Hey, where, where were the BB Go things last night? Where, where oh were those little God. dumplings last night in the suite? <laughs> Granted, LA has had the best tweet I've ever I've seen all day today. 
He's like, Sedano and Cap Show now. Rams and Lions, great matchup. But you know what's a better matchup? Calling Jacob. The Lakers play the Suns tomorrow. But they should really be playing prize picks. Hey, guys. These guys make a lot of money. we got to pay for it somehow. The Dodgers had a great offseason. But you know what's all in, all season? Tequila Mandala. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he adds, got to pay those cappy dinner bills. That's right. That's right. Who knew there was $75 a plate last night in the Lexus right. Anyway, One so more Anthony plate, Davis. one more read. I remember Cappy. a year ago, pre before the GKB really took effect. Yeah. Oh, we need, where's all our live reads, man? We're dying on the vine here. I'm not we're buying cat food for dinner funny. because we're not making any it's money. It's funny we have no commercials. three weeks worth in one day is what's happening. It's a lot. And, you know. Maybe the traffic department's getting fast fingers too. I was just gonna say, can we have spread them out a little bit? You listen, know? listen, we got a new traffic. We got a lot of new parts in twenty four. Maybe you could take some time right now and tell us about next gen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, Anthony Davis has been like, you know, like a, like a, on fire, like a furnace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, been playing like next gen level. Right, you know, exactly. yes, <laughs> and with a limited state, federal, local tax rebates, they could be on your way to saving as much as ten grand. You know, on that new furnace or AC systems or water heaters, because you know what, he's wet when he's shooting that ball, man. All right, splashing it. And thanks to our friends at Next Gen Air and Plumbing, you can call their Next Gen rebate hotline at 833-3-NEXT-GEN. That's 833-3-NEXT-GEN. And their rebate team will help you save every penny possible. Don't pass up this chance to save thousands of dollars. And be sure to ask Next Gen about their incredible zero payments for 90 days financing options on approved credit. That's right. Absolutely no payments for 90 days. And with these financing options and rebates, they can significantly drive down your costs. Now's the perfect time to call the home experts at Next Gen Air and Plumbing. Don't wait. These financing options and rebates won't last. So call them at 833-3-NEXT-GEN. That's 833-3-N-E-X-G-E-N. All right, let's keep talking about Anthony Davis and the Lakers. So here's the thing. We, we, we do this thing about talking about maximizing the LeBron era, but we also need to talk about maximizing the AD era. Because that's where we're at right now, too. And AD's having his best season, in my opinion, arguably, as a Laker, okay? It's time for the front office to figure out what to do. Can, can we get the D'Angelo Russell sound from earlier? So if you're just tuning in, D'Angelo Russell has a podcast called The Backyard. And we know he hasn't spoken to the media. And he's not happy, allegedly, with his uh, demotion to the bench. And there's been pictures on the internet, Cappy, about, you know, D'Angelo Russell hitting a big shot against the Clippers. LeBron's, like, not even paying attention uh, while everyone else seems excited. Uh, you know, I've been kind of telling you for months that, you know, this match is not made in heaven. And apparently D'Angelo Russell feels like he's not being utilized properly. So here's what he said about the way he should be utilized. I get into my flow state and pick and roll when it comes to the game. So... If I can tap into pick and rolls and recognize how they guard me, it allows me to control the game because I can get to what I know is working or might not work. It's like playing the game within the game, but I'm in my space. I ain't just catching and shooting. Now I'm in y'all space. If I miss, y'all took me out the game. Y'all just took me out the game. If I'm missing, if that's all I'm doing is catching and shooting. But if I'm getting to do what I know I can do, which honestly – I feel like that's when I'm at my best, when I just have a roller and a shooter. Somehow, some way around me, just a roller and a shooter. You can put whatever else in the other two spots. Okay, so here, let, let's tackle this. He's upset that he's only catching and shooting. He doesn't like his role. He's upset that if he's not hitting shots, he's getting yanked. So he's blaming Darvin Ham for that. 
Um, and he believes, the way I interpret it is, when he's on the floor, that they should play a style that's more favorable to his strengths. Now, here's the thing. You want me to be completely honest? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. Now, nah, you, you know what? Screw it. Go ahead. Be, be completely honest. Let's hear what you have to say. Go ahead. If you if you if you talked to the previous teams and coaches and front offices that D'Angelo Russell played for, this was the type of stuff that annoyed them. The he can only play one way kind of thing. Like he can only be comfortable playing this way. And it sucks because D'Angelo Russell is a more talented player than just being a pick-and-roll player. Yes, it's clearly his strength. It's been something he's done since he was in high school at Montverde, since he was in college at Ohio State, and since he's been in the NBA. There's no denying that. He's an excellent pick-and-roll player. But you know what? If you want to win a championship, sometimes you got to play out of your comfort zone. And some of the best players in the history of the sport have done that, okay? And for all the grief you and I gave Kyle Kuzma for some of the jabs he would take about his role. At the end of the day, did he play his role, Cappy? I mean, he did begrudgingly. But he uh, did. But he did. Right? I suppose in some ways. No, no, he did. He played his role. He shot the ball. He rebounded. When 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 the, the, the ball handlers were not on the floor, he got the ball. He touched the ball a little more and got to do a little bit with it. And that's the reality of the roles on this team. When you're playing for a championship... You have to sacrifice, okay? And that means everybody has to adapt their game a little bit. Look, LeBron yesterday was asked about getting all those assist numbers early on. He's like, AD, man, I got to feed it to AD. He had an advantage. We were going to exploit it. And that's what I'm going to do. If he's got a clear advantage, we are going to him all day, every day. And, you know, LeBron... Cost, could have cost you your prize picks if you would have picked them because you like to go more on everything. That's right. And you didn't, and he didn't, because he wanted to sacrifice his points to get AD the opportunities because he had a clear-cut advantage against a small Raptors team. Well, you know so, what that tells you? You want to know what that tells you right there? Um, besides me wanting to win my prize picks, prizepicks.com slash cappy, prizepicks.com slash cappy. They'll match your first deposit 100% up to $100. You want to know what that tells me? What does that tell you? LeBron is a guy, and this is not a surprise to anybody, who wants to win first and foremost. And I'll tell you right now, D'Angelo Russell does not sound like a guy who cares primarily about winning. He cares about his role and everybody playing around him. In fact, the way he said it, give me this guy, give me that guy, the other two guys don't even matter. I mean, how arrogant is he? And by the way, you talk about arrogance. This to me is like Russell Westbrook level arrogance. My brother, listen to me. This is LeBron's team. He's your one. Anthony Davis is your two. And everybody else is there to support those guys. They are not there to support you. The sooner they can get rid of D'Angelo Russell and this attitude that he has and this ego that he has, the better everybody will be. So Chief uh, Drew Garcia has just tweeted me in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. So, capital, Sedano. He's expressing, D'Angelo, how he's how he can fully be capable of being at his best. You guys are giving it a selfish look. I'm going to say I'm a better writer than a speaker, but if you continue having me speak, bro, I'm going to say something about it. 
I don't even know what any of that meant. Okay. He's saying that they should maximize D'Angelo Russell. Okay. What I'm telling you is they are max. Here's how this works, okay? You have a couple of players on your basketball team that you play through, okay? And in this case, it's LeBron and AD. For example, on the Clippers, it's going to be Kawhi, PG, and James Harden mostly, okay? Russ is coming off the bench, but Russ, when he comes off the bench, they play through him, right? So that combination of those four. With the Lakers, it's those two. Those are the central figures. And the guys around them need to play a, play to their strengths, okay? That's how this works. D'Angelo Russell, as the lead dog, is not getting you anywhere, unfortunately, in the not, National Basketball Not on this team. Not I mean, hey, Listen. No, no, in general. I know, but there's not... But he, there is not any track record of success that playing to D'Angelo Russell's strengths is going to lead you to a championship. Right, but he's delusional to think that they should change the way they play to accommodate his strengths rather than take advantage well, of LeBron and, and AD's strengths. Let me give you an example, Cappy. When he played for the Warriors for a hot minute, okay, Steve Kerr, the Warriors play a very movement style of basketball, right? They move the ball a lot. They pass the ball. You know, a lot of dribble handoffs, things of that nature. They're moving, constantly moving. The players are moving off the ball. The ball is moving, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Very similar to what the Spurs did, to what the Bulls did, you know, to a lesser extent with Phil Jackson, right? Those are the people that Steve Kerr learned from, Pop and Phil Jackson. And, you know, it was a struggle there for him too. And Steve Kerr, I think for a little bit, did try when it was D'Angelo in there and the other guys went in there trying to run more pick and roll and stuff like that. But it just, that's not how this works. You know what I'm saying? Like, could you get him a couple more pick and rolls if you're Darwin? Could you call those? Sure. Is that going to satisfy him? I don't think that's going to satisfy him either. That's what I'm saying, man. The guy is delusional. Seriously. And I knew it last year. When, they, when everybody said, oh my God, we have to be so careful. If we don't start him, we're going to lose him. I'm like, come on, really? You got to worry about this guy's ego like this? He Listen, George, you either get in line and understand this is LeBron's team, this is AD's team, and we're going to win with these guys, and we're going to lose with these guys. We're going to live with them. We're going to die with them. We're not changing what we do to accommodate you, D'Angelo Russell, not on a LeBron James, Anthony Davis basketball team. It's really quite simple. Yeah. I, I, I don't think – he just doesn't get it. It's just that simple. That's simple, too. All right. So, Coming George, can I ask you a question what you want to do here? I mean, did Cappy already do prize picks? Yes. I mean, sort of, kind of. I just would remind everybody that prizepicks.com slash Cappy is the place to go. You want to yeah, keep it flowing, and then I'm trying to flow. So we've got 4.15 left in what we call recorded commercials, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got for the rest of the show. We've got Subaru okay. with Cappy. Okay. We can now go to – going to do quick math – before Lakers talk, we could go till fifty five forty five, and then go to that four fifteen, or we can do it now. It's up to you. Let's do it now. Go to break. Come back. Dealer's choice. Maybe a little slee if he's around. Plus a Subaru Cappy mention. Whatever. We'll big go, deal or no deal. And we'll have some big deal or no deal in there. Oh, we got all that stuff. We'll and we'll go straight to the top. Smorgasbord. How and about we'll, that? We'll shoot it all the way to the top. There you go. We'll we'll hand it off the baton to Slee. We're back in four minutes. Before seven o'clock in the Southland. Oh, I don't. Hey, look, the, this, the, I don't. I don't know what happened in the system, but don't. It, you're already doing the system froze jokes. <laughs> I'm not doing the system. Who froze taught jokes. you those, man? No, nothing. But it was. It was. I don't know. 
I said I was trying to fix it, and then oh, nothing worse than the <laughs> the horse. Man, final segment. Thank God. Quarter before seven o'clock. <laughs> Lakers talk is coming up at seven o'clock tonight with Alan Sliwa. Shit out of it, Cappy. Your Wednesday afternoon. Let's get into a little big deal or no deal for a few moments. Take it away, Lint. Thanks, Adano. Most people were surprised when Legendary... Okay, just kidding. I wasn't going to do the whole thing like that. I just wanted to trick you. Okay, so most people were surprised when Legendary Alabama head coach Nick Saban retired today, including Cappy's BFF, Coach Prime. Oh, I know. Did you see what what his son said? I did not see what his son said, but I'll start with what he said. He tweeted, Wow, college football just lost the GOAT to retirement. Wow. Wow. I knew it would happen one day soon, but not this soon. The game has changed so much that it chased the goat away. Hmm. College football, let's hold up our mirrors and say, honestly, what do you see? So, is what Coach Prime said a big deal or no deal? Cappy, you go first. I'm going to say no deal because I don't even understand what it meant. He's saying that the way that with NIL and how much things have changed, it forced Nick Saban into retirement. I don't believe that. You don't? Nope. Oh, I, I do. Yeah, I think no, he I didn't think want so. to have to deal with all the extra nonsense. Yeah. George is right. It. I don't believe it. I think he just got tired of having to deal with all the nonsense, but also the work involved he, with it. He's 72 years old. He's got a, like Nick Saban at this stage doesn't want to have to recruit players, right. deal with the transfer portal, and then re-recruit his own players. Look, I'm, all I'm getting at is this, is that he's 72 years old. He's won six national championships. The guy is going to go down in history as one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily sure Seven, that by the way. He's won six at Alabama. Um, I'm not so sure that, that the rule changes are, are 100% to blame. But, but here's the other part of it is. Oh, I mean, well, nothing is 100%. No, no, but but, but the other part of it is, is, if you're Coach Prime, Coach, what do you mean look in the mirror? Aren't you part of this system now? I mean, yes or no? Oh no, that part, yes. But I, you know, that's fine. I agree with you on the on the Dion stuff. But I'm just saying, yeah, I think Nick is just like, yeah, I'm too old for this crap. I don't want to deal with it anymore. It's he's just been, too much stuff now. He's been crabbing about all the NIL stuff since it started. Like, even, right? He was the first yeah, one before, that was pissed off about it. Right, right before they even started doing it, he was like, oh, I don't think we need to do all that. And I think, like, since he's lost the edge to George's point, not only does he have to worry about recruiting, but also retaining players, and that's yeah. the big thing. I don't know what edge he lost. You don't think so? I mean, they he, were in the they were in the they were in the playoff. They were one of the last four teams, and they were a series away from uh, beating Michigan. Yeah, but they were so dominant before, and I feel like now again, right? They're no longer the team that is right. just going to stampede through everyone right. anymore. So and, this is the right time to go. Like it actually, you know, even though they didn't win a championship, there's you know that's always the best. Let way me ask to go, you guys all that, a question: If you were 72 years old and you had, $100 he just signed an extension last year. I'm just asking you guys a question: If you if you were 72. Yeah, if he was gonna and you leave. had six national championships at Alabama, seven overall, and you had a hundred million dollars in the bank, don't you want to live the rest of your life? Uh, listen, I do, but he signed an extension yeah. in 2022 for another like six years or I, seven years. I was gonna say, I feel like he probably would have waited until that was at least finished. Or at least know, waited until they won old. again, and then maybe, you know, like, ride out off into the sunset after winning. Right, I, I would go through, but right, he signed this extension through 2030. I didn't sign that. It's right, not but like signing last an extension year, doesn't guarantee you're going to stay. I mean, it's, a lot of it could be like, hey, I'm trying to tell these kids that I'm going to stick around, I'm going to be here, that's how I'm recruiting. Well, but, I mean, if you want, if that's the case, you're signing, like, a shorter extension, not eight years. It's I time think, for Nick Saban to look at the man in the mirror, isn't it? That's what Coach Prime said. The man in the mirror. By the way, Shadur said. That's right, Nick Saban. Look at the man in the mirror, you gutless bum. 
He's got a good response. Let's look at that. Uh, don't, you you can't be- count that LSU, Mr. Gosh. No, you can't. What do you mean you can't Mr. count Gosh? it? No. Tie with USC. They won another championship. Um, he might be end up. He may end up being our colleague pretty soon. Well, not our colleague. Nick Saban. Maybe your colleague. And well, by the ESPN. way, maybe Coach Prime's going to take over at Alabama. I don't think so. But Shadour just tweeted out earlier today, Alabama with uh, with the you know the eye emojis, yeah. like the looking emojis. Alabama players tap in. Yeah, tap into Colorado. Tap That's into Coach saying. Prime. Because now Coach yeah. Prime got that Aflac commercial all to himself. He does. I wonder if Urban Meyer's going to come back now. God, I hope not. I mean, he was way better college coach. Well, than honestly, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he was a disaster in the NFL. I mean, right. Jeez. I mean, but I'll you want to talk about like I'll take a him back at Ohio dude. State. I'll take him back at Ohio State tomorrow. Yeah. I, I hope he doesn't ever do anything again. He does Saturday afternoons, doesn't he? He does, but I don't watch it, so it's okay. Mm. But if he's on a football, he's on a sideline, I probably have to watch it. Some, somebody's got to beat Michigan. Well, I thank yeah. the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Um, he's probably going to get the job if Harbaugh leaves, I guess. Anyway, what's next, Lindsay? Sorry, go ahead. All right, so Chiefs defensive end Charles Omenihu, I believe Omenihu. Okay, I believe that's how you say his name. Was as surprised. I, I, I don't think that's how you say his name. How do you say go it? Ahead. Omenihu. 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 Amenehu is how you say Amenehu. it. Amenehu. Yes. yes. As Cappy says, Amenehu was yeah. as surprised as NFL fans when he learned that his game against the Dolphins was only going to be streaming on Peacock on Saturday. So oh, on, man, people are pissed. Yeah, he was really mad. One of those people who tweeted, us playing on Peacock only is insane. I won't lie. Well, then he got an idea. Yesterday, he tweeted, all right, Chiefs Kingdom, I saw the comments, and I want y'all to be able to watch us play, so I'm giving away 93-month Peacock memberships. To enter to win, reply to this tweet with why you should get picked. Picking winners Friday. Is this whole thing a big deal or no deal? The, the game's that, like, on in the market, on television. Yeah, if, if you live in Kansas City or you live in Miami, you can see it on your local NBC affiliate. Sure, but the rest of the country can't. Everybody well, talks right. about how nobody ever watches TV anymore, and now all of a sudden people are mad that they're streaming a game. Right, right. And but by I the would. Way, I found I, I was able to find NFL games on Prime. If I can do it, you can do it. I don't you know, Cap. I think that you're going to be one I of these get, people. I, I don't think like the Chiefs. Do the Chiefs have a big like fan base outside of Kansas City? Uh, yeah, Probably, Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift. Chiefs Kingdom, dude. Oh, now because of Taylor Swift. Don't you That's think? right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about the fact that every commercial is Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey? I mean, every commercial. Yeah. Serious question though, Cappy. Do you have Peacock? I do not have Peacock. Do you? Are you concerned at all about being able to watch this game? I'm not. Okay. I'm really not because honestly, I'm um, just going to talk into your remote and say Peacock, Kansas Peacock, City Chiefs, right. Peacock, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. I'll either I'll either do what people have suggested, which is buy a Peacock subscription uh, and then cancel month. it, right? Yeah. Or or I think there's some sort of free trial if yeah. that's there's a 30 day free trial, yeah. or I'll give you my credentials. Yeah. If I were them, that's what I do. I do a free trial because let me tell you something. Now that uh, football is on Prime, now I'm watching other programming on Prime that I would never have known about. The only reason I think it's a big deal is because of people like my parents, for example. My mom, like my aunt lives in Kansas City, like crazy Chiefs fan. I know my mom wants to watch this game. There's zero chance she's going to figure this out. And same with my dad. They don't have, like, my mom has a Roku TV, but she doesn't even know how to use it. So people like that, you know? Hmm. But it's where we're living. Do we have dealer's choice or we want to do one more? What do you want to do, Kevin? Why don't we talk about Subaru for a second? Yeah, give me one second to tell everybody, look, I know that we've, uh, this has been a big discussion today about all the spots, but this is the last one of the day. So Subaru, um, if you are someone who has that, that sort of active lifestyle 
This is the vehicle for you. And if you're someone who really cares about zero emissions because you want a cleaner environment, this is, again, the vehicle for you. If you're going to the mountains, if you're going to go to the beach, if you got kids that you're packing up into the car to take them to the soccer fields or the baseball fields, this is the vehicle for you. The brand new Subaru Solterra. It's the first ever Subaru SUV that is all electric. So if these are the things that are important to you, this is now the vehicle for you. So I want you to get to your Subaru retailer and anywhere throughout Los Angeles. And I want you to say, hey, I keep hearing Kaplan talk about this Solterra, this electric vehicle. Let me see it because you want to see it because it's love. It's what makes Subaru a Subaru. And now that love is electric. Speaking of electric, coming up tonight around 7.15, once we're in the car, don't forget the Drive Live on Instagram. Pay attention to Cappy's Twitter for the my handle, which we will broadcast on. I guess it's called broadcasting on IG Live. Back to you, Shidano. Shidano. Cappy, do you have a dealer's choice? Yeah, so listen, so talking about this whole Peacock thing, right? And then Prime and, you know, can you find games on streaming? So I started watching a show, George, on Prime called Reacher. Have you heard about this show? (laughs) You are a Reacher. You are a Reacher. Have you heard about this series? I have not, no. I know Jack Reacher. Isn't that like a Tom Cruise movie? Okay, so that's the character, Jack Reacher. Um, I never saw the Tom Cruise movie. The guy who plays Reacher is like 6'5", 250, ripped, lean, and he's a bad, bad mofo. Mm -hmm. And I freaking love this show, man. It's violent. It's funny. It's sexy. It's got a great storyline. George, you got to come join me and watch Reacher. Reacher? Can I I sell you on Reacher? (laughs) Probably not. And and let let me tell you something. Have Kelly watch it because the dude who's the star of the show, he is one hot piece of you know what. Kelly and George aren't into what you and Rachel are into. They're not. Which is watching a little something steamy and then, you know, they don't need that. They don't. I don't know. Maybe they do. But I'm just saying I would say it would help. I mean, we we can do it to like uh, Guy Fieri, to be honest with you. Doesn't really easy. I you guys like Guy Fieri. Guy That's, Fieri. That insults me a little bit. Really? A lot of people compare me to Guy Fieri and Joey Fatone. Really? You can watch Guy Fieri and get down and dirty? <laughs> or even, uh, you know, uh, what's the Love It or Listed or whatever? What's the one Guy of those Fieri shows? show that's on 100 times on the weekend that Diners, I love? Diners, drive yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. Has anybody in the circle of trust <laughs> seen Reacher? Now, here's the thing about it, real I quick. I think you're going to be reaching about the Reacher. But here's, let me tell you the quick problem. So season one, I took the whole thing down. Season two, I got to episode six and I'm like, okay, I think there's eight episodes. They don't release episode seven until this Friday night. Oh, and they no. they don't re- release episode eight until like two weeks from now. I'm like, wait a second, what? No. I mean, I, I've been binge watching this thing. I'm completely caught up and now there's two episodes and they're not even out yet? Come on, Amazon Prime, do better. That's all. You don't like Love It or Listed, Cappy? Is what is Love It or ready Listed? Roll? That's when they the, redo your house, and then at the end, they let yeah, you It's decide. one of those home and garden television. Yeah, yeah. you want to either keep it or no. you want to sell it. Happy and Rachel yeah, need, I, like, I, I Showtime that. Friday night. Right. I need, yeah. Skinamax? I, yeah. Right. I, I, Rachel lives this whole, you know, whatever. what's the name of that show? She Love got, it or list it. She got condos and apartments and buildings. Yeah, she wants the video of the pizza guy coming over. Hey, I don't know. And the woman goes, I don't have any money for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> And then she she wants Cappy to show up as the pizza delivery guy. We we were watching Reacher, and they've got this one scene where Reacher's in the shower, and I'm telling you, dude, he's big and strong and ripped. Who got turned on more, you or her? Well, she did, because, but but they only showed him from waist up, and Rachel's going, dude, take the camera down. Let's see the rest of this thing, you know? Uh, Miss Molly says Reacher's her favorite show. They release them on Thursdays. Uh Oh, really? 
Thank you, Miss Molly. Shout out to you, girl. By the way, George, there's a really good uh, new doc on Netflix called BitCon. And it's about uh, one of these coins. I forget which one of them, like the, the fake coins and millions of dollars. It's fascinating. I'm sure uh, oh, Crypto yeah. Ray's probably seen is it, Sliwa but you'd there? like it. Sliwa there? Can we get a minute of Chris Crosstalk. Ask him if he's seen Reacher. Sliwa, you a Reacher guy? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> it's been that kind of day, George. It's too the many name of the show. Too yeah. many carbs. Too many gabagools. I need to drink four gallons of water tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the horse. Sliwa? Yeah. Oh, Slee, well, are you there? Hello, Slee. I guess he's not. No, nope, guess not. Slee, <laughs> and where is he? Where is he from? Is Jovan Buha going to be on the show today? <laughs> you already took him. George, you already took him. Oh, that's what I'm saying. By the way, him, I saw Jovan Buha did did Lamar Odom's podcast. I saw that on Twitter today. Okay. Oh, all right. Slee, have you ever seen the TV show Reacher? I have not seen Reacher. No. Do you know what what it's on? No, I don't think I do. Yeah, well, when you watch NFL games on Amazon Prime on Thursday night, they have the promo for Reacher Slee. Oh, I thought you said it was on Peacock. No, no, no. It's on Prime. Oh. Yeah. Slee, check out Reacher. Okay. Phenomenal. (laughs) Slee, have you seen D'Angelo Russell's podcast? Uh, D'Lo's podcast? I don't think I've listened to it. No. Oh, you got to see what he's saying about they need to play more. They need to play to his strengths. That's Lee. He's uh, okay. He's he's, uh, he's, he's saying his some pitch. stuff. It's his team, not LeBron's team, not AD's team. It's D'Lo's team. Got to play right. to his strengths. All right. I guess it is D'Lo's team. I'll back off. Half, Did half you say horse or horse? <laughs> like your socks next, George. <laughs> See ya.